0: The following podcast has been brought to you by Bonesaw Saw Entertainment. Bone Saw Z de Cam. Yeah, dig it! Welcome to the Harp House Podcast with your host, Connor Frontera. Here is where we break down and discuss all things harmonica going on around the world. Like, follow, and subscribe to the show on all social media and share it with your friends. For any questions or comments, you could send the show an email at HarpHousePodcast at gmail.com. If you're feeling generous, you can use that email to donate to PayPal as well. Welcome, everybody. It's been a long time. I'm glad to be back. very successful year. And a lot of new things coming, uh, coming with HarpHouse, a lot of changes here. So I'm just going to go over real quick some of the changes that are going on for the show. I do want to say that the show will be shorter it's going to be much, much shorter, have a very, very narrow focus, and we're going to work on a lot of things uh, very quickly. About probably be around 10 to 15 minutes each show so that I don't have you people sitting there. And uh, I don't want to waste anyone's time. I just want to give you some of the information, you know, that's going on around the harmonical world. Some of my thoughts, some thoughts that have been said to me, some emails I've gotten, and some questions that I have been asked, and I will be giving the answers. Also, I do want to say that, as I said in my last podcast, we will be having the show on YouTube. I'll be uploading it to YouTube. So if that's your main medium of listening, getting your news, you can always go to youtube.com slash podcast and you will get your podcast there. Also, I do want to say that I will have, like I said earlier, more direct content. I'll be basically answering questions, doing very, very focused, focused podcasts, nothing crazy. Uh, the first thing I do want to discuss And it's a good thing. I'm very happy about this. I've been making a lot of progress in the harmonica world, a lot of success, and I have been investing in the the harmonica companies and uh, seeing how the harmonicas have been over the years and they haven't been so great. So the harmonicas that I've been playing, you know, Marine Bands, Golden Melodies, Special 20s, Rockets... Even on the Suzuki, you know, on the Olive and the ProMaster, and on the Seidel, the 1847, that kind of stuff, the Session Steel, those kinds of things, those harmonicas have not been impressing me lately, but it has changed. This year at Spa, when I was there 2018, I did purchase uh, a, a bunch of Honer harmonicas, I did play some Seidels, and I did play some Suzuki's, and I do want to say and congratulate these companies that they have actually started improving their harmonicas, they are actually playing quite well. I was playing a Honor Marine Band and I thought, hey, why don't I try buying some of these? So I bought a few Honor Marine Bands. And since the price has gone up in about, when I first started playing harmonica, they were about $32. Now they're about $45, $46. So I decided to, hey, let me try. I'm going to buy a few Marine Bands. And they were all of stellar quality. They were all very, very good, very good harmonicas. And I was happy with them. I also did buy some Golden Melodies. And uh, I n- never liked Golden Melodies, but I bought them for a specific reason, so that I can play more, obviously, melodic tunes in second position. And I did like them a lot. I gapped them a little bit. I didn't do much to them. Same thing with the Marine Bands. I gapped them a little bit, didn't do much to them, and they played very well out of the box. So I do want to say, good job, Honer. You did something great here. You're actually improving your products. Uh, Seidel as well. I played on the, at the Seidel booth. I thought their products were actually really good this year. And I did play some Suzuki's, and same thing. Good products, much, much more improvement since the past couple of years. Also, I do want to mention that that while I was there, I did have a good conversation with Alan from Golden Bird, who is a manufacturer of a pretty much new harmonica, still in the infancy stages of it. But they are very, very good harmonicas. And Alan uh, did ask me if I wanted to basically promote his harmonicas and, and get them onto the market. So... If you're interested in Golden Birds, which I will talk a little bit about, not too much because I don't want to basically sell anything, but they are good. They're good quality harmonicas. They do have a beginner model and a good, I called it a premium diatonic model, and they're going around for about $30. So that's a good entry level harp. Anybody who wants to get into harmonica or wants to fill their set, so if you don't want to spend $60 on keys you're never going to play, You can always just fill your setup with golden birds. I thought that that was probably the main, probably one of the main things that I would do if I was to uh, actually buy more harmonicas in those keys. I would get golden birds or I would get something that is sort of more low end because I'm never really going to play them anyway. And Alan was actually really nice about it. Alan did also passed me some chromatics and I've been working with his chromatics lately trying to get them to play a little bit better and he's still improving those so I will let you know the progress on the chromatics as well like I said if you want to fill up your set you get some golden birds if you want to go with the uh, bread and butter of harmonica then you go ahead and get some marine bands I think right now is the time to get marine bands and to get golden melodies to invest I actually played the rocket I thought the rocket was very very good and I, I considered getting a few more Rockets, so yes, I did. I actually purchased and, and got four Rockets. So overall, I spent about, like I don't know, $700 on harmonicas. I think that it was a good investment there. I did get, also get a chromatic. Everything, everything about Spa this year was great, but I do think that the quality of the instruments was probably the biggest surprise for me, and I really did enjoy that. Spa, in general was one of the best I think that this year hat was one of the best spas I've ever been to there were a lot of great players a lot of fun I was hanging out with Kyle Rowland a lot it was just a good time now I do want to get to one question that I did receive on reddit and I wanted to address it tongue blocking method where you octave and you block one side and you don't block the other side so if you're doing like a two five blocking on you know you're, you're octaving that and you're playing the five natural and you're bending the two now that is a technique that you can only get tongue blocking it's pretty advanced technique and I and someone asked me like why why would you do that what is that what is that how do you do it why do you do it and I kind of came up with a pretty short answer for that and the answer is well it's sort of a flashy thing to do it's sort of something that's fun fits into a lot of good you know fits into a lot of good places not many people do it very often and something that I don't find myself doing very often and you can also do it on the 3-6 which is a little bit harder but the 2-5 is mostly where it's used and you get the if you're playing on a C harmonica you're gonna get an F on your 5 draw and on your 2-hole two, two whole step bend you're gonna get an F so you're gonna get an octave. Now why is that useful? It's not really very useful. It's not something that you would find yourself doing often. It's sort of like a trick, like a one-trick pony kind of thing, like if you're going to really do something flashy. And you could just try it and use it every now and then. But if you want to try to do it like octaves, if you're playing sort of a song that needs octaves, and you want to keep those octaves true, practice it. Get it down as, as much as possible. You can probably use it in first position, I would imagine, playing a song that uses octaves. But if you don't hit it spot on, it's not going to sound very good. You can use it. It's a useful. It's a useful technique, and uh, it, it's pretty flashy. But it's not. It's not something you use often. But knowing how to do it, I guess, is is a good thing. So that was one question I got on Reddit. I just wanted to answer that, and I give give a little bit of a, an opinion on that because I don't really find a lot of people asking that question. It was very. It was very straight. You know, straightforward question. Very odd question. Never really got that one before. So I thought about answering that. I mean, the two five draw bending on one side I've seen many people do it but they don't do it in a way that is very regular they'll do it in a flashy way where they're bring the two down slowly while the five is still playing and then it'll make like sort of like a tension type of thing but rather than that not really hearing it very often and that's really all I have for everybody today. I just wanted to say thank you to everybody who does listen to the show. Thank you for being patient. It Took a long time. Had a big, had a big successful year, and now we're uh, hit the ground running, and we're gonna have Harp House, you know, doing doing its thing in the next couple months, and we'll have probably much more frequent regular shows here. And like I said, a little bit more housekeeping. I will be putting the show on YouTube, and the shows will be shorter. Uh, Right now, we're going to end it at about 10 minutes. So, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And remember, give the show a like, a follow, and subscribe on YouTube. And find it on social media. I don't have Facebook anymore, and I don't use Twitter. So, you're probably going to have to use SoundCloud. And you can also contact me on Gmail, hardpasspodcast at gmail.com. If you're feeling generous, you can always donate to the show using that same email. And thank you, everybody. And we'll see you next time.